Welcome to the first ever Last Week in Sports podcast. My name is Christian and I'm going to be your host. This show, this podcast, is going to be broken up into three different shows with Monday night being MLB, Wednesday night being NFL, and Friday night being NBA. Each show will cover what happened in the past week in that respective sport. We'll go over news Injuries, scores, playoff races, anything that happened in the past week that we think you guys want to hear about. Tonight's show will be about the NFL. In the NFL. And it's an exciting time because who doesn't who doesn't watch the NFL really? Like you got, it's probably the most popular sport in America. Baseball's taking a dive. I don't care what anybody says. People don't want to sit there and watch a three hour baseball game when you can wait once a week, you invest your day Sunday, and it's it's one of the most exciting sports. NBA is getting up there in popularity, but NFL by far is the most popular American sport in the USA. Now, on to week one. Everyone knows we've had a ton, ton of news regarding leading up to the start of NFL. Uh, you had the Pats with the Flake Gate that basically dominated off season which I'm not going to get too much into that I'm a Pats fan I think it's it's whatever at this point but first game of the night was first game of the season was the Pats versus the Steelers um it was a pretty good game I mean you 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 could you knew what to expect you knew that Tom Brady was going to come out fired up he had just gotten his suspension completely over appealed uh I appealed, I mean overturned, obviously. Um, uh, he came out and he basically took a lap to a standing ovation. And that's how that's how the game started. Uh, when you started... When the, so what sucks about this now is because of Deflategate, uh, everyone's going to be looking for something to complain about with the Pats. Uh, so right off the bat, the Pittsburgh Steelers were complaining that their mics went off. Of course... Um, so people came out, oh, the Pats are cheating, blah, 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 blah. Funny enough, the Pittsburgh Steelers mics were at, and headsets were actually picking up, um, the Pats, uh, play-by-play commentary for WEI. That's, I just find that kind of funny. Like, out of all the things that you have to listen to, you have to listen to the comment, the color commentary by, for, in favor of the Patriots. But, you know, uh, basically what they did is they came down, they looked into it. Obviously, the NFL takes care of that stuff, so Pats had nothing to do with it. They get off clean. Um, The Patriots actually, they took down their mics so that it was an even playing field, which I thought was pretty cool. Like, you might as well keep it even like that. And then we went underway with kickoff to open up the NFL season. Uh, Game was a good one, I must say. Um, well, as a Pats fan, obviously it was a good, uh, basically Brady came out all fired up and he tore the Pittsburgh Steelers apart. It, it wasn't, it wasn't fair. I mean, the Pittsburgh Steelers didn't know, look, it looked, they, they looked like what they didn't know what they were doing on defense. Basically they didn't cover Gronk on a, a bunch of, oh wow, that's, I'm, I'm used to playing the all Madden. Apparently this is an all Madden, uh, but anyways, basically they did they didn't cover Gronk in a couple plays. Uh Brady would rush to the line, he would find them, 
Wow, what the fuck? I gotta change these settings. There's gotta be a way to fuck with the settings, right? Ah, come on, that sucks. Must have been pregame. Fuck, I don't wanna be playing on easy. This is gonna be stupid. As you can see, I already fucking marched down the field. Anyways, Gronk was wide open on a couple plays. They scored pretty easily on the op- couple, uh, the first couple of drives. Um, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh was moving the ball though. Uh, Pat's defense is revamped. Obviously, they uh, lost. I want to say lost. They uh, didn't really go after Darrell Revis. Um, they let him go to the Jets in free agency. They released Brandon Browner. Which I guess when you don't have Darrell Revis, why you're going to pay Browner? Because Browner is not the same cornerback as when he has Revis. Um, so the Steelers move the ball pretty easily between the twenties. Uh, D'Angelo Williams stepped in nicely for Levon Bell because Levon Bell is obviously out serving his suspension. Um, but they couldn't they couldn't do anything, and uh, every time they got close, they would get stopped or stuffed, um, and then they kick a field goal. And they missed a couple of field goals, which really hurt them. I thought that was a huge turning point in the game. Is them Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh left a lot of points on the on the field, which kind of sucked because they only ended up losing by seven in the end. Um, but the last touchdown was garbage points anyway. Oh wow! Ugh, I thought that was going to be completed. That would have sucked. But uh, basically, Pittsburgh's got a lot to do on defense after the, watching them. Um, Patriots came out pretty pretty solid uh their offensive line was a lot better than i expected um obviously when you have gronk and you have edelman and you their new guy too uh i don't know if Dion lewis looked really good for a running back he'll be it'll be interesting how him and uh garrett blunt rotate when like blunt comes back but um the defense was eh i'll, I'll give him that like it obviously pittsburgh was missing some guys so i you can't really you can't give him credit I mean, they held their own. Uh, Malcolm Butler got torched, I want to say. I mean, you're going up Antonio Brown, but he did not look like a number one receiver, which kind of sucked because that's what he's supposed to be. Um, but, you know, uh, Pats came out up on top, 28-21. to 21. Brady threw for four touchdowns, two to Gronk, one to Chandler. Um, it, it was a good game for the Pats. Uh, we'll see if they build on it. Obviously, the Steelers have a little bit to work on with uh, their defense. Their offense will be there, obviously. You you can't Ben Big Ben is gonna be Big Ben. That's just the way it is. Oh Jesus Christ, I'm fucking playing like shit. But you know, uh so next game, Buffalo against Colts. These are all Sunday games now, obviously. Um Buffalo came out on top. Yeah, I fucking picked a play by accident here. Uh Buffalo came out on top actually, uh over the Colts, which is kinda surprising. Um, I did not expect this. Uh, I mean, I knew... Get that fucking first shit. Um, I knew Buffalo come out. They have Rex Ryan now. Their defense is going to be amazing. Uh, they obviously had a really good defense last season. They just didn't have the offense to go with it. Which, kind of surprising they would hire a coach like Ryan to run that team, considering that his specialty is defense and offense is where they were slacking. But they looked good yesterday on Sunday. Uh, Tyrod Taylor came out, th- threw for like 13 of 19 for like 200-something yards. Uh, Percy Harvin caught a nice touchdown. Um, 
their defense stepped up really, really big, and they shut down Andrew Luck, which again isn't that hard. But I said this—he's one of the best, one of the best young quarterbacks quarterbacks I've seen in a while, and he's going to be leading the league to many, many Super Bowls once the Brady's and the Mannings and the Rodgers retire, and once Colts get their head out of the ass and finally get some people to on the defensive side. Uh, which is basically where the Colts are still lacking. They signed all these players in the offseason. They got Andre Johnson. They got Frank Gore. Uh, they already had T.Y. Hilton, who, by the way, actually injured his knee during the game, which kind of sucks for them. Um, but basically what Buffalo did, which is what Rex Ryan's teams always do, is just pound the ball into the ground, and they ran all all through that Colts defense, which if you've been watching them at all recently... Oh, you got to be fucking... How is that not a pick? Shit. <sighs> I can't believe my guy didn't go up for that. That's crappy. But uh, basically, Rex Ryan's team's always going to be good at running the ball. That's what he did. He, at least Sean McCoy. They have a couple other guys. They ran for over 100 yards combined. They had a good game on the ground. They tore the Colts apart. 27-14 was the final score. AFC East is looking pretty competitive this year i might say with all four teams taking the win uh also on sunday green bay against the bears uh the final score of this one was a lot closer than what the game was actually Uh, i mean chicago looked like they couldn't do anything jay cutler is awful awful quarterback i can't believe he's making the money he is he couldn't complete many passes he played like crap aaron Rodgers looked really good considering they lost uh jordy nelson he threw for uh, two touchdowns to James Jones, who used to be with the uh, Packers back in the day. And it looked like he just picked up right where he left off. Uh, he was a red zone machine. Um, for the Bears, uh, I mean, their defense was eh. Uh, they're, they're revamped. They're younger. Um, they Matt Forte did good again. He's always going to be a solid running back. He's great at catching the ball, great at running. Um I Chicago's battling a lot of injuries on the offensive side. I mean, Alshon Jeffrey was hurt. Eddie Royal was hurt. Those are two top wide receivers. I mean, it's tough to win a game when you can't really pass to anybody. But, uh, you know, Jay Cutler, again, just didn't look good. I, I don't see the Bears going very far. I see the Colts, I mean, the uh, Packers, again, being a team that's going to come out of the NFC. And they're going to be a team to beat in come playoff time, depending how injuries roll out. You know? Uh this game was surprising. I couldn't believe this. Freaking St. Louis beat Seattle in overtime, thirty-four to thirty-one. Uh, this game, I don't. I, Pete Carroll, he's making some really questionable play calls. Uh, I, I, I just don't understand it sometimes. I mean, obviously you have the Super Bowl where he basically botched the last play of the game. You get you the best one of the best running backs in the game, and you just you throw the ball in that situation. It it's again he he had a couple of questionable play calls in this game. Uh basically Seattle 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 came down. Uh they besides the fact that they haven't signed Cam Chancellor who's one of their best players, uh his replacement got whipped and I mean whipped for the game tying oh fuck, that's a pick. Shit. Uh, for the game-tying touchdown, right, time expiring, 
like he fell on the ground he couldn't do anything it was it was pathetic um uh Nick Foles threw a beautiful pass uh he is now the quarterback of St. Louis Rams um when they them and Philly swapped you gotta be fucking kidding me oh thank god tripped him by the shoelaces right there uh basically threw a great touchdown to Lance Kendricks um for the game tying sent it into overtime in overtime uh, St. Louis won the toss, and they went to obviously they're going to receive because you know new new overtime rules favor the receiving team. Um, so what P. Carroll does is he comes out and he tries to onside kick. Stop them on the fucking Jesus! Uh, so he tries to onside kick, and they botch the play. So St. Louis ends up with the ball around there f- on the on the forty, uh, and St. Louis St. Seattle actually manages to stop them, and only give them a field goal, so they still get a chance. Now, this isn't even the call that I'm upset with. This is actually a smart call. If you read the rule book, you'll notice that if the kicking team recovers an onside kick in overtime, it counts as uh, the receiving team's possession. So if the the kicking team recovers the ball and they kick a field goal after that, that's game over. So it's a smart play, actually. You know, you give them a couple... 20 yards or so instead of them getting the ball at the 20 uh it's it's really not that big of a deal i think um but fourth and two um they instead of trying to pass the ball they run the ball with marshawn lynch and flashbacks to the super bowl he just gets stuffed um it 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 just it did it wasn't the right call they should have tried to pass it there um it's you can just tell p carroll second guessing himself on almost everything uh, they they go on to lose that game, thirty four, thirty one. That's a tough because it's a division lost. And I mean, St. Louis, they're an up and coming team. They seem to play Seattle. They play, they seem to play their division very well. Um, but you know, I don't I don't picture St. Louis going very far. I mean, Nick Foles is an all right quarterback, but he's not the best. Uh, I I think Seattle will bounce back. Russell Wilson looked pretty good. Um, the offense was still there. I mean, you put up 31 points. They, they'll they'll be good. Um, ah, shit. I don't know. Uh, another game, Cleveland and the Jets. It's another AFC game. Jets completely murdered the Cleveland Browns. I, I don't know. Don't get me started on the Browns. They're just they're just a mess of a franchise in general. Um, basically, you got they drafted Johnny Menzel obviously last year. He bunch of shit went on with that uh so they went out got josh mccowan josh mccowan was supposed to start the year he did but at the same time the opening drive he gets hurt and manzel now has to play so all that talk about him getting time to develop no pressure on him blah 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 blah, it's all out the window he comes in he plays pretty well i mean given the circumstances um he Actually ends up throwing for a touchdown on the first play. Oh, what a fucking catch, Andre Johnson. Love the new controls. I love how Madden has completely revamped the style so that it's all about passing in this in this game now. It's ridiculous. But uh, Mazel throws for a touchdown on his first pass, on his first uh, series in. And he, he looks all right. I mean, you can still tell that he's got some bad habits. But, I mean, he's a rookie. He's young. He helps a little bit of time to develop. Uh, but the, it was all Jets in this game. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick looked pretty good. He looked like he was when he was with the 
um, Bills back in the day. He, but it wasn't even that. It was it was the running game. It was a classic. Uh, I'll get in there. Shit. Ten seconds. Uh, it was a classic Jets game. Just pound the ball on the ground and just run it. You know, if it, Rex Ryan was there, it, it looked like Rex Ryan never left. Basically, shit. Four seconds. Do I kick the field goal? Yeah, you gotta go with the field goal. Um, nope, nope, nope. Coach suggestions. Field goal. Thank you. Twenty-four yarder. Uh, you know, Chris Ivory had his way on the ground. Um, Cleveland defense was like nowhere there. Uh, Sivery ended up rushing for 91 yards, two touchdowns. Brandon Marshall did pretty good. He had six receptions for 62 yards and a touchdown. I mean, it it was 31 points, and it 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 was it was a solid win for the Jets. Definitely a step in the right direction for them. Uh, another AFC game, AFC East game. Uh, Miami beating Washington. Uh, that was an ugly ass game, might I say. Miami came out flat. Uh, Washington is just an awful team in general. You should. My Washington was up ten nothing at one point in the game, and I, I couldn't believe it. Like Miami was supposed to be up and coming. Their defenses, they picked up Dominic and Sue. Um, they're supposed to have a pretty good defense as it is. Ryan Tannehill supposed to take the next step. Uh, it's they were supposed to be a better team than they put up. Uh, I mean, they am getting the win, which is always good. But at the same time, you got to do better than that. Um, Carolina ended up beating Jacksonville twenty to nine. That's a game of just two terrible teams. Because oh, you got to pick that off, man. Shit, you got. But you got Carolina. They lost their best receiver. Um, Jacksonville. I don't know when they were good ever. So two crappy, crappy games. Um, Kansas City beat Houston twenty to twenty-seven to twenty. Um, this was an interesting game. Kansas City looked really good. Um, they just tore Houston apart. The score, the game was a lot further apart than the score puts up. Um, Travis Kelsey, baby Gronk, as some people know him. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Nice catch. Shit. I should have picked up better uh, free safety than this. Crap. Um, but, yeah, baby Gronk just just uncoverable. Houston looked awful. They were not ready for the bright lights. After being on HBO Hard Knocks all off season, they couldn't do anything. They looked scared of those lights out there, and I was surprised. Um, Brian Hoyer won the job in the off season, stopped for a quarterback uh, for the Houston Texans. He lost the job in the third quarter. That's a short ass leash. I couldn't believe that he lost the job that quickly. I, I mean, watching the game, he looked pretty bad. But when your backup is Ryan Mallett, like, you shouldn't have that short of a leash. But Mallett came in, threw a touchdown to DeAndre Hopkins. It He looked all right. I mean, it was a small sample size, so I can't say much. Um, but, you know, uh, Houston will definitely be happy when they get Aaron Foster back because they couldn't move the ball on the ground. And he'll be back in a couple weeks. I mean, I'm sure fantasy owners will definitely be happy about that too. Uh, on the NFC side... Arizona beat New Orleans 31-19. to uh, Carson Palmer's first game back for tearing his ACL last season. And he looked on point, throwing for 300 yards and three touchdowns. Um, I mean, both QBs looked pretty good. I mean, it's Drew Brees on the other side. It's pretty hard to upstage that. But 
um, Arizona just controlled every aspect of the game. Their defense was amazing, um, and that's pretty much what their team is going to be built on. New Orleans' defense was a piece of shit. Uh, I can't believe Rob Ryan still has a job. Um, bad news for Arizona, though, is Andre Ellington hurt his knee. Uh, he'll be out a couple weeks, and it just seems like every single season um, Andre Ellington gets hurt. I can't believe he still has a job. Like you got to cut your losses after a certain point. Um, but you know, uh, San Diego and Detroit. This was a thrilling game. San Diego ended up winning thirty-three of twenty-eight. Um, stunned would be really the correct word when describing what Detroit must be feeling after that loss, as uh, they were up twenty-one to three in the second quarter. They looked phenomenal. They were unstoppable. Um, and then, for whatever reason. They forgot how to play football, and San Diego ended up scoring thirty straight points, and it it was it was kind of unbelievable to watch, to be honest. Um, Keenan Allen, who's looking poised to bounce back from his sophomore slump last year, grabbed fifteen receptions for one hundred sixty six yards. It was it was unreal there. Um, on Detroit side, though, they had that rookie court, uh, running back. Um, What's his name there? Uh, Amir Abdullah, who looked pretty good. He looks like he could be the real deal. Um, he was about the kind of the only bright spot for Detroit. Even when you put up 28 points, it's just it's their defense. I can't believe they cracked. Seems like that's what plagues them almost every season. They know they don't know how to finish games. Um, here's a real good uh, defensive game here: uh, Baltimore and Denver. Denver ended up winning 19 to 13 and. But it was ugly. It was real ugly. He Peyton Manning basically looked done. He couldn't. He had no zip on the ball. Um, their run game was non-existent. It it just did not look good for Denver. But on offense, their defense was fabulous. I sounds really weird saying fabulous to describe a defense, but they dominated that game. I mean, even up to the last play, they were playing hard. And the last play, Joe Flacco has Baltimore rushing down the field, uh, marching down the field, and he throws a pass into the end zone, and his tight end grabs the ball, and then while in the air, Denver's up, 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 oh, Matt Fl- Matty Ice, oh, Matty Ice with the wheels, look at him go, look at him go, oh, nice fucking run, uh, tw- wow, 27 yards, damn, Matty Ice, damn. Um, but Denver's linebacker, um, Darian Stewart comes out of nowhere to rip the ball out of his hands for the interception. Basically ends the game right there. It was, it was beautiful. I couldn't believe it. Uh, Denver's defense is going to be really tough all season. They impressed me in that game. Um, Baltimore will bounce back. They're missing a couple guys on wide receiver. I mean, they're, they all, sucks for them though is they lost Terrell Suggs. He'll be gone for the season because he tore his Achilles. So that's going to be hard to replace. He's pretty much their heart and soul on defense. But, you know, we'll see. Um, Cincinnati destroyed Oakland 33-13. to uh, Oakland was supposed to have a big bounce back. Like, you know, stepping right forward kind of year. Like, they've been slowly building, getting good character guys and stuff like that. Uh, but bad luck for them. Uh, nice. That's, that's how we wrap this game up. Um, bad luck for them. Derek Carr hurt his hand. But, you know, he'll be back. But Oakland's defense just didn't even show up. Um, Tyler Eifart, 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 
I think it's Ifart, uh, caught both of Dalton's TDs and Jeremy Hill and Giovanni Bernard combined for 126 rushing yards. Um, one positive for Oakland, Amari Cooper looked really good. Uh, I mean, he only went five receptions for 47 yards, but with the quarterback play that he has over there, I mean, you can't expect much. Um, speaking of rookies, uh, number one pick and number two pick, both quarterbacks, Marcus Mariotto and Jameis Winston faced off against each other. Uh, Mariotta, he really got the better of that game as he threw for four touchdowns and Tennessee ended up winning 42 to 14 Winston. Yeah. He, uh, he did not look the part of franchise quarterback. He looked like a buffoon and I mean, buffoon, like stealing crab cakes, buffoon, uh, his first pass of the, his career went for an int, int interception. I should say, I don't want to be using acronyms over here. Um, and, I it, it was ugly too. It was just a terrible thrown ball. Um but you know, it's it's early. He's got a lot of time to develop. It's tough being putting that pressure right away. I mean, both teams aren't going anywhere to be honest. They uh not exactly have playmakers on either side of the ball. Uh their defenses are crap too. Kind of like how my defense is playing today. Um It would be it's you know, they're both being the bottom of the league and competing to get a number another number one or number two overall draft pick. Um, another NFC game. We had the Giants facing off with Dallas. Dallas ended up winning twenty seven to twenty six in a thriller. Uh another another baffling game. Uh Eli Manning, one of the most overrated quarterbacks I've ever seen, and I I mean that's per- my personal opinion, and I don't care what you guys say. I, and you know, you might say it's because I'm a Pats fan, but that's really not it. Eli Manning is so overrated; he does not deserve a four-year, eighty-four million dollar contract extension. Just look at he, so the Giants have the ball and they're up by three, and they have the ball at the four-yard line, and it's like second down, first down, whatever. And he tells the running back not to score on two plays, which understandable i i you no you know what fuck that it's not understandable you have run running back coming in and running backs Rashard Jennings by the way he is a decent running back but you score you win the game there's a minute 30 left and i i understand the whole run the clock out kind of but then on third down instead of taking the the knee or wow i just gave Oh, he's out of bounds. Shit. Um, but instead of taking the knee, they try to throw a touchdown pass, and it goes incomplete. And this basically gives Dallas an extra forty seconds on the clock. So now a minute thirty for nice for Tony Romo to march down the field. Mind you, Tony Romo doesn't have Des Bryant because Des Bryant broke his foot in this game. But they march down the field and. Easy, Jason Witten for the touchdown, for the win, and it just makes the Giants look stupid. Uh, Eli Manning played awful in the whole game. I mean, 193 yards when you have the, Jesus Christ, forgot they were going to fucking try to onside kick that. Um, 193 yards when you have Odell Beckham and Victor Cruz. Uh, you should be doing a lot better than that. Um, that was, I, I Dallas, Dallas should be all right going on. 
I can see them playing pretty well for the rest of the season until they get Bryant back. Um, Giants, I don't see them going anywhere, to be quite honest. Uh, going on to Monday night's game, we had Atlanta beating Philadelphia 26-24. to uh, This is another another game of questionable coaching as... Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Um, basically, Philly had a chance to put the game away. Um, both teams had a chance to put the game away. Uh, Matt Ryan looked pretty awful, throwing some ugly passes. Through a couple picks, um, Philly. I I don't know what they're doing with their run game. I mean, it looked okay, but Demarco Murray, you give him all that money, and then you don't have him in in the final couple of drives to win the game. Uh, both offensive lines looked like crap. Um, Brad, Sam Bradford didn't look that good, to be quite honest. He looked uncomfortable, which can be expected after a year off due to an ACL surgery. Um, I mean, it was a back and forth game. Uh, Cody Parker, uh, Cody Parkey, uh, had a chance to win the game and he just couldn't get the final, um, field goal. Um, and then even after the go ahead field goal was missed, Atlanta gave them one more chance and Bradford got picked on a tip ball, just kind of a shitty way to end the game. But what can you do? Um, I mean, Philly, I think, will be all right. They definitely have a lot of playmakers on that team, and I'd be surprised to see them not do anything. Um, Atlanta, I don't know. Their defense looked awful, so we'll see. Uh, final game of Monday night, we had San Fran beating Minnesota 20-3. to San Fran looked pretty solid after uh, an offseason of Termulus. Uh, you can say their defense basically got picked apart as a bunch of people retired, a bunch of people left, suspensions, whatever you want to call it. Um, Minnesota looked awful. Teddy Bridgewater played like shit. Adrian Peterson was a non-factor. I mean, this is his first game back since his suspension last year. And you would assume he'd be fresh, but he only finished with 31 yards. I mean, game flow might have been a factor, but it just didn't look good. Um, Callan Kaepernick actually looked really good. I was pretty impressed by him. Carlos Hyde looked really well, like really good. Like he's going to be a great running back all season, I think. Uh, he ended up with 168 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, that's basically all I got for you. I mean, it was a good, good first week. Um, I mean, I can't wait to watch the second week of football. There's going to be another great games. NFL is, you know, any game, even any given Sunday, if you want to quote uh, Al Pacino. Um, it's, it's a fun game to watch. And that's, uh, everything I have for you this week. Hope you enjoyed us. I want to thank you for listening to last week in sports. My name is Christian. I hope you listen to us again next week. Check out our website. It's called lastweekinsports.com. All our audio, audio will be up on there. Uh, the cool thing about this show, it's also... A video podcast where I'll be playing Madden, NBA 2K, or MLB The Show in the background while I talk to you guys about sports. So if you're into that, you can head over to the YouTube uh, check uh, channels last week in sports, obviously. And if you enjoy that stuff, you know, give us a like, subscribe, comment. I'm going to engage with you guys as much as possible. Uh, if you want to leave comments on the website underneath the... Uh, 
audio, feel free. Feel free to email me. Do whatever you guys need to do to get in contact with me. Give me feedback. And that's it. Thanks again.